This is the In Motion Ever Marvelous Malicious Events Podcast. I'm Melanie. Now let's get to it. It is a beautiful day to be listening to this episode. I'm so happy you're here and listening and you clicked on this because you're like, huh, that's interesting. Uh, Because (laughs) here's the situation that I have been in personally, and you may have been the one to say this or to receive this. If you were to have one of your friends when you were younger, probably walk up to you and say, hey, I'm going to be in a wedding planner or an event planner. One of the responses that would say back to that kind of statement is, oh, like J-Lo in the wedding planner, the movie, you know, (laughs) J-Lo. I have gotten that more than once. Not, Not as much these days, just because I surround myself with more event type people and I'm very clear about what I do and And anyway, (laughs) I think it's funny because not everyone really understands like what an event planner is because in some areas, the culture is you do it yourself, Utah, you, you only have heard of a wedding planner, not really an event planner. You, I don't know, there's, there's plenty of things, but what I want to (laughs) say is this, I need to dive into this movie because I've always been a fan of the movie, The Wedding Planner. Always. I know, I totally know it's a movie. It's scripted. Someone who has a romantic mind and heart wrote the script and and it was beautifully portrayed and it's two attractive people. So why not watch it? It's entertaining. It's fun. Uh, I get that it's a movie. However, this was the first time I watched it and I just watched it yesterday that I was like, huh, I am bothered. So I need to tell you with my mind or my eyes looking at this movie, what I thought. And me, I don't even know if you're getting anything educational from this episode, but I just needed, I need to put it out there because I want to know if anyone else feels the same way. So I, in a sense, I made a pro and con list, but really it's what I loved about uh, Jennifer, I want to say Jennifer Lawrence, it's J-Lo. So Jennifer Lopez, I just want to talk about the character that she played. So if you haven't seen The Wedding Planner, obviously it's about a wedding planner in her life. She is very successful. She, uh, you know, full disclosure, if you want to go see it, don't listen to this part. Just earmuffs. Put your hands over your ears. But she's a wedding planner. She's very successful. She wants to go partner. In order to go partner in this business that she's been working for for five years, she says, if I have this account, if these clients sign up and want me to be their wedding planner, that's the biggest one. It's like the biggest commission that she'll ever get, the biggest uh, client that the business will ever have. So she said, if I get that, then you make me partner. So she's really going for this. She really wants the account before she meets the groom of this wedding. She runs into a guy and this guy, like there's a life saving moment. He saves her. She falls for him. She's like, Oh my gosh, what a dreamy guy. And then the first time that she meets this new, like the big account, the groom, it's the same guy. And so now she's like, ah, why did you almost kiss me? And and he goes, oh, I did not. I was just spending time with someone and I like I like doing like going to movies. So they went on a date, something like that. So throughout this whole movie, there's kind of some back and forth of they're still going forward with wedding planning. Uh, J Lo's dad is trying to set her up with uh, her name is Mary, so I'll, I'll say Mary or J Lo. So her dad's trying to set her up with someone because he is from Italy and he had an arranged marriage. So he's trying to do an arranged marriage for her because he wants her to be happy. So 
there's a lot of kind of back and forth of like, oh, and and um, Matthew McConaughey is seeing her as like, oh, okay, well, you're also engaged. This guy's coming over here saying you're engaged, so why did you go on the date with me? And so there's there's kind of this, you know, like the flirtatious tension, but you're also like, oh, no way, I can't do this. Um, later in the movie, it ends up working. You'll, I'm going to let you find out how. But, so keep in mind, throughout this movie, she is a wedding planner for a client, for these two clients and their family. And they do a lot of activities together, which I have not heard of. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe I should just start inviting myself to horseback rides with um, with clients. So if that's the case, fine, I'll do that if if I must. So she's just, she's around this family the whole time. She's the wedding planner. She should remain professional, but there's just sometimes that um, like the the bride to be had to leave town, so the groom and J Lo, you know, the two people who went on a date, they liked each other and found out like, oh, we can't like each other, and also I didn't mean it. Wink, wink. Anyway, with that in mind, let me just tell you this. In and I'm going to start with what I do like about that movie. <laughs> so in the opening scene you'll see that there is this very elegant wedding happening in a church. It's beautifully done. They have, J-Lo has her assistant and her team of um, whoever is on the other side of the microphone, maybe with the people who are operating the cameras. Um, she just, she gets this all together. She is, the ceremony in this church is about to begin. And someone says, oh, I can't find the father of the bride. And so with all this code talk, she's like, I'm on my way to find the MIA FOB, which is missing in action father of bride. And so she's running around, not running, but she runs when she's not seen and she walks around people <laughs> and she finds the father of the bride. And the coolest thing is she lifts up her shirt. Now, it's not what you think. She has instead of a fanny pack, because that's that's cool these days, but that's not as professional as you may see. But she has this basically a... Let's see, if I were to go to the dollar store and look for um, some kind of, I guess, either a first aid kit or sewing kit, one of those that's flat with different kind of sandwich baggy pouches that you can roll up. It looked like that. It was just a, it was a belly strap. It was a strap pack. <laughs> and she had it full of goodies. I even paused the movie to see, oh my gosh, me and Sarah have done a podcast saying you should totally have these things in your fanny pack, on your person, on your strap pack. And it was things like crazy glue. She had a little bit of aspirin because she wanted to give it to some to the father of the bride who I think was a little bit delirious, maybe a little bit drunk. So anyway, she she's had all these things. And I was like, holy crap, you know, that is amazing. And the funny thing about it is um, <laughs> I, I kind of thought about, huh, maybe I should look for something to strap to my body like that. But I also don't I, I'm not I'm not a wedding planner. So I'm going to stick to the fanny pack, fanny pack for life. So that is one, that is the first thing, like in the first four minutes, you see that strap pack on her belly of, and she wears this like suit coat over it. So you can't see it. You can't even tell she's wearing anything. She has a nice figure. So like it doesn't take away from that with a fanny pack. So that is amazing. She is prepared. Obviously the father of the bride was probably a little drunk and, and his breath smelt. So she had, um, what is that? Breath spray to make it smell fresh. She had aspirin or whatever else she had. Anyway, huge. The second thing you see in the first two seconds of the movie, maybe even the first second, is you see her face. So she has her attire, like I said, is a professional pencil skirt. It is a some kind of blouse, but she wears a jacket over it that is buttoned up. So she looks very professional, very put together. 
JLo also has some good genes that she has no straight hairs going anywhere ever. <laughs> Even in real life, I just don't think she has that. White girl over here, me, I definitely have a little bald spot. I have flyaways. I have some split ends, but not JLo. No, no. She has very professional attire and hair. Her hair is back. I don't even know what the style is, but it's it's just very uniform. It's very clean and back into kind of a bun at the lower part of her head. She has, she doesn't have wild, crazy makeup on. She has very neutral makeup. <coughs> I'm so excited. I'm coughing. And she just looks very professional. If you didn't, if you saw her for the first time in your life, just right then you go, wow, that is a professional. So I love that about her. She is also a visionary person. There is a point in the movie where this new client, the bride and her parents are saying, okay, so what do you see for us? How do you see it looking? And she goes, I see it outdoors in a park with this kind of lighting and this kind of flowers and, and this and that. And they're all kind of daydreaming and you see the, the faces on their faces. <laughs> you see their faces go, oh my gosh, like, oh, I'm falling in love with this idea. So she has a very good vision of what is romantic, what is probably in season, what is what is what it is. Because she's been doing this for five years. She knows what she's doing. She works for a great company. And with that, the actual wedding that they set up for these clients is in a park in San Francisco. And I and my husband, Chris, actually had the chance to walk through that park at some point of our San Francisco trip. And it, it was so cool to watch this park because I was, I was looking at it with different eyes going, oh my gosh, they put a band right there where we stood. And wow, these, these trees and that fountain are kind of hard to work with because they're kind of right in the middle. But the way she's, obviously in the movie, you know that she set it up, but in real life, uh, the director or the, the production manager, whoever does that in a movie, that was obviously not J-Lo. But it portrayed her as setting it up so beautifully. I feel like she really knew how to work with whatever statues, fountains, features, trees were in that park. You couldn't even see them because the wedding was so beautifully put around it. That takes some skill because it's not always easy to do that. Sometimes people, I think, will take a feature and accentuate it to say, oh, well, it's so big or it's right in the middle of everything, so we have to make it the center point, but that's not what you want. You want the the focus to be elsewhere, not on a fountain. Unless that's what you're going for, then I love that. So with that, she's very knowledgeable. There's like She knows her flowers really well, which I think is big when you are an event planner or a wedding planner to know your flowers well. This is something I've been working on. I Anytime I'm with a florist, I ask, oh, what kind is this? And is this a, a daffodil, or a chrysanthemum? <laughs> and I ask the right kind of questions so I can make sure I know what flowers are and maybe take a note of what season they're best in and everything because you cannot always get, not always, I'm going to say not always because sometimes if you pay the right money, you can, but you can't always get certain flowers at certain seasons. They're just not very available. And if they are, you better put a pretty penny forward because they'll probably be shipping from Thailand or something, which I learned when I planned that wedding last year, which is really fun. Um, The next thing I want to say is, like I said in the beginning, she had these code names. So she has what we might call a Bluetooth now with a microphone, almost probably what JLo in real life would sing with on a stage. It goes into her ear and she has a little bitty microphone right by her mouth. So this little bad boy, she was talking on it. Um, <laughs> there is a common, there is a common analogy or vision or whatever you want to say for event planners is when 
When you see a duck on a pond, you just see the duck kind of moving along. But underneath the water, you see it swimming like crazy, like his little feet go... And they, they're swimming around so that he can get around calmly on the surface. And that's kind of what an event planner does is they are behind the scenes kind of running the chaos so that the, the front of the line can be very peaceful, can be exactly what's expected, even better, and all of that. So she uses these code names, and I, I want to dub her as the code name goddess because, like I said, she says, I am going to work on the MIA FOB. And if anyone were to hear that, they might know MIA, but FOB... Unless you know Fallout Boy, the band, you probably don't know what she's talking about. But if you were to overhear a wedding planner say, I'm looking for the missing father of the bride right before the ceremony, a little bit of panic may start to arise. So I'm going to say she definitely has that down. There are so many things that I think wedding planners, event planners, they do keep from everyone else just because they will figure it out. They will get it done. It'll be done in the right time, in the right order. So that happened. (laughs) she also you get to know her personal side in this movie she has some relaxing hobbies her mother and father came over from Italy and they started going to a Scrabble class or they started a Scrabble league so they could learn English makes total sense so she's been sticking with it just to just to like honor her mom and it's it's way she spends time with her dad so that right there is a double whammy she has a relaxing hobby there are and you can kind of tell in this movie that she's a little bit of a perfectionist, maybe some OCD, just just barely. They emphasize on it. And she she has something that she can calm her mind and just reconnect with, with her dad and her dad's friends. And I think those two are huge as she finds the time, really she makes the time to spend with her father, who is her family there. And she makes time to do things that she enjoys or that remind her of good memories because there are, it can get, it can get really busy and it can get really chaotic or like, oh, I can't, I can't be with my kids right now because I have a project to work on. I'm gone all day because I have this big wedding or event that I'm doing. And then it just keeps getting, you know, some things prioritized more than the other. And unfortunately, the family is one thing that slips in the cracks. So I think it's huge that she does that. She also, I don't know if it's something she usually does, but the first date that her and this dreamboat guy go to is a movie that is showing in the park and they sit in this tree and it's really fun. So whether she goes to those movies often or not, that is very relaxing. She's in a Scrabble league and that is very fun. It also pushes her mind creatively in another sense other than visionary creativeness, (laughs) creativity. (laughs) I'm not sure if creativeness is a word. It sounds wrong coming out, but you never know these days with what's been added to what's officially been added to the dictionaries. Now, the last thing I'll say is when she goes to that park, she is friends with, I would probably like a, a cop, a park cop, or just an officer who is friends. I think, actually, I think it's her dad's friend who is a cop. I don't know. She's friends with the officials, and that's huge because if you are trying to do anything in a certain city or in a park or really anywhere, if you are friends with the officials, you're probably going to be over it. You you just have a warm contact and you have someone who you trust who will save a tree spot for you when you go to the movies and the park or who will just be on your side if things were to get fishy. So that's huge. I feel like uh, my closest connection is my old boss, Judy. Her son is a cop, but I haven't done anything in the city that he's a cop for. So we'll see if I ever need that. If I need to, I'll pull that string because why not? He's a great guy. I respect him. I love his family. So 
<clears throat> what I want to really talk about, this is what bothered me. I have to start with the good so that I can talk about the bad and we can end on a juicy note. What I did not like about her as a wedding planner, and if I were her assistant, I'd probably go, Ugh, that was a weird thing to do. The first thing is, you know how I said she, she said, if I get this big account, that's going to be huge for the business, huge for me, everything else, then I get to be a partner. Now that may seem like a reasonable conversation. What she said was, well, I guess I could go start my own wedding event business. And then this lady that was going to say yes or no, the deciding factor said, you wouldn't dare. And she said something else. So basically it skips to the next scene and later in the movie you see them sign a contract. Um, that is blackmail, ladies and gentlemen. I would, I would, uh, it depends. If I don't like who I'm going to be partnering with, which, which if I don't like them, why would I want to be a partner? So if I like someone and I want to be their partner, I will not resort to blackmail ever. Not once. I will just say, hey, here's all the value that I'm going to bring you. And if you don't see it, okay, I'll probably leave. But I'm not going to say, I'm going to become your biggest competitor and I'm going to take you out of business. That's such a threat. And although it was done in poise, nonetheless, blackmail is black and it's sticky icky. So stay away from that. So I was like, ugh, geez, if I was in there and I was her assistant, I would be, hey, Mary or JLo, Jenny from the block, let's not do that. And let's just go at this with calm and, and presence and tell her your value because you're obviously valuable. <clears throat> I'm bugged by that. The second thing I thought was <laughs> throughout the movie, it's obviously written by someone, like I said, with a romantic mind and heart. So if you're aware of physical touch, one of my love languages is physical touch, but really, really only with my husband. It's not like I want to sit really close or have a ton of people hug me. I just really love that for my husband is like when we cuddle or when we hold hands or when I can just hug him for a long time, like 20 seconds or max or total. Who knows? Um, she, Mary, J-Lo, Matthew McConaughey, these are the two. Throughout the whole movie, at the very beginning, he saved her life from a dumpster crushing her. If that doesn't make any sense and you haven't seen the movie, you'll get it when you watch it. He saved her life. And then when he was making sure she was okay, he was like laying on top of her with interlocked legs, very, very close. And by the way, he was breathing so hard. I thought, geez, if some random guy just saved me and was going, <sighs> are you okay? Can you, can you breathe? How do you feel? <sighs> if he was breathing on me, I'd probably punch him in the throat and say, honey, get off of me. But of course, they stayed there long because it showed the emotion. It showed them having a connection. He, she even said, you're crushing my windpipe. And he laughed, still breathing in her face. <clears throat> anyway, that's all I want to say is <laughs> they were very close. And they, uh, throughout the movie, you can see maybe there's another time where like she stumbles and he's holding her and I watched where his hands are. Cause I will watch, I'll watch it all day, baby. And he was holding her like on the, f so if you put your hand on your hip, like a sassy girl, and then you, you put your thumb instead of behind you, put your thumb next to your pointer finger and now move that just with, <laughs> with the pendulum at your shoulder, move it just a few inches. He would like hold on to her right there. And if you followed that perfectly, I'm going to say you're the bomb.com and you rock because that was perfect instructions. 
But he would hold on to her in these places when she would stumble. Or later he saved her from a horse and they were like way up on each other when he saved her from a horse. I get it. Do whatever you can to save someone from dying. Fine. But good night. There were definitely some physical touch happening there and she let it happen. If if that was someone who did that for me, I'd say like, thank you. And I would do my best to, you know, sweep past that and say, no, thank you. Even though, even if they would be someone who's Matthew McConaughey, which I would probably be very happy of, like, sure, you could touch my waist, no harm, no foul. Like, I'm Chris would be fine. <laughs> Just kidding. I love when Chris will hold my waist. Anyway, I would, I would not let that get too far because physical touch, if you are into someone, I believe, is something that um, can draw emotions, and that's that. So I have two more things. The one thing is, so J-Lo at the end, and this may be a spoiler alert, but I've given you so many spoil spoils anyway, that she goes to City Hall to get married herself to the guy that her dad was setting her up with. And throughout the movie, you learn at some point her and Matthew McConaughey both agree that like, you know, I always pictured a smaller wedding. She said smaller. She did not say me and four people at City Hall. Come on, raise your standards, girl. There wasn't even, there was like some one of those old 80s, 90s, um, I don't even know what they're called, I'm so mad. <laughs> it's one of those, uh, you might see them on the edge of a garden where they have the archway, but they're white and then it's wood and it kind of crosses over in like a crisscrossy design. If you're imagining that, you're, you know what I'm talking about. There are some leaves on it and some lights, but that was only in like a sixth if you were to cut the screen in six, it was on the right corner and the right side of the sixth piece of the screen. And that was the only decoration in that dang room. Good night. If you are a wedding planner and you just go to City Hall, if that is your dream, I will always go back to this. If that is your dream, I love it. I support you. Get it. However, I don't think that was her dream. And it made me so like, why wouldn't you even give that to yourself? You know what is so beautiful at this point. You girl, I bet you even know what flowers you would dream to have at your wedding. Even if you want it small, you know, you want flowers. And that's all. Her assistant wasn't even there. If she's close with her assistant, why wasn't she there? Why? Because here's the last point. This, this just ticked me off. So it is, it's very confusing. I'll do my best to explain it. On the day that Matthew McConaughey was going to marry this bride, which was the, Don, the Donnelly account or the biggest account, whatever. It was the same day that J-Lo went to City Hall to marry this guy. They didn't, they both walked away from their weddings and then they met up later. Yahoo, yada, yada. So the big deal about this is J-Lo has been with these clients, with this the bride. She respects her. She's been getting to know her for months month and this is crazy there's no one else who has been with this couple planning saying hey this is what we're gonna do here's your wedding you trust me i'm here the whole way i got you i'll be there at the wedding right before the ceremony you know what j-lo does she leaves she leaves and leaves it all for her client, or not her client, her assistant. She said, you got this. It's a piece of cake. Like, you know everything about this wedding. I need to go. And she doesn't even say for what, except her assistant knows. But holy Hannah, she left her biggest event. She left the reason why she was, became a partner. She left a wedding. If I was the bride, 
And if granted, if my wedding was still going to happen and I was the bride and I found out the one person who has taken me through this whole process and has guided me and I trusted and I would be nervous if they weren't there was gone, whether to get married or not, whether I was her friend or respected her, I would be so bugged. I would never leave the biggest event or wedding or anything ever. Not even once. I would, I would demand someone else go and like, oh, we need more ice. I am not leaving here. You're going to go. <laughs> So I was so bothered. Going back to reality of that it's a movie. I get it. I still love it. I'll watch it again and I'll still enjoy it. But just keep those things in mind. If you have a wedding planner who you start seeing like, oh, they're kind of changing. They're here and there and they keep having to get their life saved. And my fiance is the only one that can save them. Run, girl, because that is not the wedding planner you want. She'll probably ditch your wedding to go marry your husband. That's all. That's all. I need to go wake up my nephew. That's all. Uh, That's all. (laughs) I appreciate you listening. If you got to this whole episode, I wish you could give me a little thumbs up. But if not, and if you're listening to this almost live after I post it today, I need you to go on my Instagram stories and vote. 